much love. So bring on the turkey, potatoes, casserole dishes, because I ain't messing around with them buttoned up bridges. You got them skinny jeans on, girl? I feel sorry for you. Because I just tried everything and I'm going back for round two. I got my stretchy pants on. It's episode 29, season five of Ravage Love. That's a real song. It's a Is real it? fucking song. Is it? Al- it's a Carrie Underwood, Underwood song. The album is called Stretchy Pants, and this song is called. This is the title track of Stretchy Pants oh from 2021. Oh, is Carrie okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Blink if you need help, Carrie Underwood. Jesus. Christ. Can I? I'll just. I'm going to read you one more. Yes. Little, little thing here. Ask me where I got him. Amazon at my door. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> Bezos. And if I wear this pair out, I'm going to buy me some more. I got leftovers waiting in the fridge for repeating. Give me a nap in an hour, you know they gonna get eaten. That's and then the, the the chorus is like, I got my stretchy pants on, stretchy pants. Like that I have I didn't even listen to it. I don't know the beat or anything, but the whole song Maybe about it's a ballad. <laughs> oh my god. Imagine, imagine if it's a power ballad. <laughs> the very the very last line in this. Okay. This is you're you're being dead ass serious right now. You're gonna read. I this. swear okay. to God, this is verbatim the last lyric of this song. Hit me. Santa ain't got nothing on me. Oh my God. Oh, fuck. It's odd. It's only Donkey Kong. Oh, there's fuck. a video. It took three people to write this song. No, no, it didn't. Three people. It did. And then the the, the music video is a cartoon about Stretchy Pit. I I can't make this up. Like, who? That okay. is that is wow. upsetting. It, yeah. And I'm not happy about it. But I am happy to be chatting with you. <laughs> I'm always the happiest to be chatting with you. <laughs> and our theme for this week, if it isn't abundantly obvious, is yoga pants. No, it is American Thanksgiving. <laughs> Have you ever had like, you know how they put marshmallows in their candied yams? Because they're fucking psychopaths. Right, but like that that feels straight out of Amish country. Like, oh, I feel like that's the thing they'd eat, but I've never had it. Have you had no, anything like that? No, like I candied vegetables. <laughs> absolutely not. It's like those. Um, what are those salads that would have like celery and marshmallows and like Jello, like gelatin? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like ambrosia yeah, salads or something. Yeah, ambrosia salad. I can't. Ambrosia. I can't. I love a marshmallow. Don't get me wrong, but like in hot chocolate roasted over fire in a s'mores i'm not putting marshmallows with some fucking vegetables like i ain't doing it i'm not doing it i also am you know vegan now but i were you do you like do you give a shit about turkey are you a turkey person renee Uh, you know are you ham or turkey what's your oh no a turkey i would do turkey easy but like I fucking hate cooking, Julie. But our our good friend Adam Wilson taught me the best fucking turkey recipe of all time that he learned from a Simpsons writer, and that's my go to recipe now. And it's yummy, yummy, I'm good. But I hate cooking, so who am I, who am I making a turkey for? Well, Nobody. and it's just it's such a goddamn production too, right? Like it's just takes all goddamn day, and you need like a special dish, and you need an like it's a whole thing. So. My family yeah. never gave a shit about like Thanksgiving as in Canadian Thanksgiving, but um, 
but holy bajoli americans love their goddamn thanksgiving and so yeah it's kind of de facto been like the north american kickoff of the holiday season is like americans have their thanksgiving and then we're like well i guess we're getting close and then it kind of like bleeds into canadian christmas holidays but you found a wackadoodle book that you wanted to read that was on this theme and so i thought Let's go uh, tit for tat, Renee. I'm going to find some fucked up shit too. Really uh, throw our listeners for a loop because nothing normal is going to be said in this episode. It's impossible. It is impossible. impossible, uh, Because I went back to an old favorite, Renee. Ooh, what'd you read? So I read a book by Cordova Sky. And Cordova Sky wrote a book, has written several books. And her book was on our most popular episode, our infamous Easter episode. <laughs> Fan favorite. It's in season three, folks. You can check it out whenever you want. It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, heard it people were, were real into that episode. So Cordova Sky has herself a very particular fetish. Mm-hmm. So this book was called Thanksgiving Stuffing. Oh, my God. And it was written in 2019. It was a whopping 19 pages. Oh, and, settle down. Yeah. And her bio says that she loves telling stories of the exotic and erotic and likes to fill her stories with fertile, bulging bellies getting the worship they deserve. Amen. This bitch has a breeding kink and... Prior, I mean, I knew about breeding kinks, which uh, Renee explained to our naive, adorable listeners. What is a breeding kink? Well, it, it's it's impregnation, right? Yes. But it doesn't always have to be with babies. Uh-huh. It can be with any kind of thing. Exactamundo. So prior to starting our podcast, when I was young and innocent and didn't know the dark depths of the internet, I knew about breeding kinks, but I did not know about this particular kink, which is not just that someone is raw-dogging you, quite literally, but that you, like, instantly become pregnant. And Mm -hmm. within hours, you're delivering babies or eggs or, you know, different things, depending on the context. So, Thanksgiving stuffing involves Shelly, who is really on the struggle bus. She uh, had to drop out of college when her parents died. So she's an orphan. Classic. Uh, She has a dead-end job, a tiny ground floor apartment, no family. And she also is what, Renee? A virgin. And she loved the holidays, but now that she's alone with her family, it's a bit of a bummer. So she's made herself like a sad little turkey and was just sort of like resolved to, I guess this is my night. But then, but then she sits down to eat and then all of a sudden she hears like a whistling sound and sees these really bright lights coming out of her apartment window. And she goes out to look and she sees that something is like, like shimmering almost like there's like something coming in and out of focus happening in the, the apartment parking lot. So she runs out and she realizes it's a UFO. <gasps> and <laughs> I was not expecting and, that. Oh, plot twist! <laughs> Holy shit. The truth is out there, people. <laughs> so she sees this like 
pulsing <gasps> orb in the back parking lot. And she's like, oh my God, I have to take a picture of this. This is wackadoodle. It's like a UFO or like some sort of stunt that someone is doing. Oh my God, I left my phone inside. Should I go back and get it? What? And then looks back and can see that the spaceship is like coming in and out of focus. Like it's like appearing and disappearing. Like there's a glitch in the matrix type style. And then it just disappears. And she's like, what the fuck? And then she sees a tall, broad-shouldered, naked man hung like a goddamn horse coming towards her. And he says, I need your help. I'm from the future where my people are dying because we have no fertile women. May I breed you? And she's like, well, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm a virgin. Like, maybe should I? Yes. And then he's like, do you want to bang it out in my UFO or do you have a place? And she's like, well, my apartment's kind of small and danky, but I do feel safer there. So come to my apartment. So he comes to her apartment and they bang. Somehow he miraculously gets his giant alien cock inside of her tiny tiny little tight virginal pussy oh it's so small, so small. delicate it's like a little like poop poop um <laughs> and then they like get a butthole <laughs> exactly she's like it's like a dimple um <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whisper of- a sip. <laughs> it was like the whisper of a vulva um and then he was like you know i can either like, okay, so they bang, and then she's like, oh, God, what do we do now? And he's like, well, I have to go back to my spaceship. And she was like, take me with you. And he's like, what? And so she's like, yes, like, there's nothing for me here, and I can't imagine being without you. And so let's, he's like, well, let's let's nourish ourselves to regain our strength for the voyage. And she's like, perfect. So they start eating this fucking Thanksgiving dinner. And then she's like, I feel <laughs> guys, you know, gotta bring it back to Thanksgiving somehow. And then she's like, Oh my God, I, I feel- forgot your book was set. Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's the most out of left field. Like this book feels like a fucking mad lib where they just threw in a bunch of words. And so, they're eating this Thanksgiving dinner and she's like, oh my God, I feel so full. Like, I feel so full, like, like stuffed. And then she looks down and her stomach is like, Boo! and she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh no, being so close to the orb must have impacted the pregnancy. We need to go. We need to go. And so he just like throws a coat on her and they run out towards the orb. And then she's like, oh God, I feel like I can't even move. I'm about to burst. And he's like, but you're so beautiful. And then starts getting, like, turned on by how pregnant she is. And then they fuck again. And then they're like, take me away. The <laughs> end. <laughs> There's nothing more arousing than labor. <laughs> say that right also, now. doesn't, um, isn't it like tryptophan or whatever the fuck it's called that's, like, in Turkey that makes you sleepy? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, not only is no one in the mood to fuck after a full <laughs> meal, period, but you gave me some fucking turkey and I'm suddenly nine months pregnant within hours, but I'm like, yes, eat my pussy. And so he like, yeah, goes down on her and then she's like, fuck me. And he's like, I would love to. And like is rubbing on her belly while he rails her. And then it's just like, we're going to be together forever. And then I just picture like the UFO just going <laughs> and getting sucked up into the sky. And that's the uh, book, buddy. Wow. 
you know when when you're pregnant um and you're you you do get hornier when you're about to uh give birth and it's it actually can speed up uh getting into labor if if you have somebody come in you um but one of the one of the things they don't talk about in that is that you if it's time and you're fucking your mucus plug's gonna come out and that happened to me where i was like nine months like ready to go and we were banging it out and then my mucus plug came out on him and he described it as um it looked like somebody blew their nose on my dick and Ooh. i just want to give everybody that visual because if they're fucking well like her, her little alien babies are ready to to hatch it's like that mucus plug is gonna be all over his giant white ass dick like oof. yeah Ooh. yeah well, unsurprisingly, yum, yum, yum. I'm giving this zero out of five on the spice scale because I could, you could not convince me to find this hot. I couldn't. I tried because I mean, they fuck and it's graphic. Like, it's not like it's like, you know, fade to black. Um, but zero out of five on the spice. And for the accoutrement, I'm giving it a condom because one, what are you doing? <laughs> raw dog and fucking aliens Two, I knew that plug mucus plug story from you. So I'm like, you're going to want to fucking cover up my dude um it's the most natural thing in the world oh is it is it don't be afraid of mucus plugs people (laughs) um (laughs) i did also think about this is gonna sound like it's totally out of left field but there i I, it is but hear me out stay on the journey with me it's worth the trip the (laughs) new britney spears memoir and the only (laughs) britney spears memoir she talks about how like every pregnancy including the pregnancy she had recently where she had a miscarriage she was like, I love being pregnant. I just want to eat and fuck. And like literally just talks about like every pregnancy should be like, yeah, all I wanted to do was have sex and eat food. And it was amazing. Everything tasted amazing. And I just wanted to fuck constantly. And I'm like, good for you, Britney Spears. So I thought of her when reading this because I was just like, uh, you know, I have heard this, that it is a thing. And it makes sense because you got hormones surging through your whole goddamn body. But um uh, the idea like i just i have never wanted to have children and so i know that's why i maybe for some people that's what makes a breeding kink like extra hot to them but to me i'm just like nope like if i'm reading a romance especially like an old school like a harlequin one where it like ends with her being pregnant i'm like nope like so i just can not get behind it and i think pregnant people are beautiful and ethereal and i want to roll out a real carpet for them and i don't think they should have to work or stand on their feet or do anything because they are gifts to this world but i don't want to fuck them <laughs> i don't want to fuck them i want to cherish yeah. them it's weird when you're like going to pound town and then that baby is like moving around with you <laughs> and you're like you gotta stop you gotta stop so yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a strange journey you gotta really love somebody who's pregnant fuck them yeah or like i know so many men like i do too so many who were like oh my god i've never been hornier than i was when my wife was pregnant like i just wanted to mount her 24 7 and i'm just like you're making a person like that's so weird again i'm I, i like truly like all jokes aside like i don't judge i'm very much not yucking people's yums it's just such a foreign concept to me that i'm just because again i've never been pregnant i've never wanted to be pregnant and so to me i'm just like but pregnant people are so beautiful and precious but then yeah i actually talked to them and they're like i would have fucking mounted a tree i was so horny the whole time and i'm like okay yeah all right dudes 
and then I know that you also get, you know, like the Seth, like that bit from Knocked Up where Seth Rogen is like freaked out about having sex while she's pregnant because he's like, what if I poke my baby in the face? Like, I also want that. I understand. Like when men are like, this is I, I, it's a bit of a mind fuck. I'm sure it's a mind fuck for everyone involved, as you mentioned. Yeah, I mean, your genitals get really swollen when you're pregnant. There's like a lot of blood flow going there. So it makes sense that you would be super horny. Hormones aside, like that clit is like itching for a flicking, you know? <laughs> she's saying hello. Real yeah. standard attention. Like, you know, like your belly button comes out, your clitoris comes out. It's it's all out there. Well, yeah, because there's a lot of pressure in that area. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> I, 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 That's what, know. Literally all of my stories about pregnancy come from you. Like all of my knowledge comes entirely from you. So uh, you got, you're the expert here, but... Uh, if you are listening to this and you're like i don't know man this might be if we've just unlocked a kink for you click congratulations cordova sky has a breeding fetish book for every possible goddamn occasion easter thanksgiving saint patty's day literally this woman has no shortage of books that you can get from the Kindle store, from the Kobo, from a bookstore, perhaps. I don't know if they ever come out in print, but, and all of them have a picture of a white woman's belly that she's holding on to. And then they just change the background depending on the theme. <laughs> and that is Thanksgiving Stuffing by Cordova Sky. Love it. What did you read this week, Renee? I am oh, dying to know. Buddy. You are the reason why we're even doing this theme. <laughs> Buckle the fuck up. Um, I do want to say, though, I saw the Five Nights at Freddy's movie this week. Um, the what movie? And Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh. <laughs> you wouldn't understand, Julie. You don't have kids. Oh, um, okay. It's it's pretty big deal. But I saw the movie. Our boy Matthew Lillard was in it. And I love oh, that Oh, love him. Loved him. Um, it's about it's about haunted animatronics that, that who murder people. Oh, That's it. Gotcha. Yeah, but in in the, in the trailers that they show before, there's a new horror movie called Thanksgiving, and I'm outraged by this because it's a horror movie about a slasher, but it's not called Thanksgiving, and I'm just oh my I'm god, so upset what a wasted about opportunity. I know it's getting pretty good reviews though, so it's probably all right. But like, just ugh, they you you had your shot. You had your shot. I hope that if they do a Thanksgiving two, it's called Thanksgiving two. Thanks killing. That's oh what I hope. God. Yeah, that but I cannot anyway. believe they wouldn't have. T- Fuck, that's ridiculous. I know. I know. Fuck. Anyway. Anyway, I read. Uh, I read a book that. Um, <sighs> Tell me. Whew, it's called Full Sack, and Ooh. it's by Layla Fay who I, we've read before I, I can't uh, I can't remember what uh, but we've read Lila Faye before um, this book was ooh, wacky <laughs> holy shit okay All right, I'm just gonna jump in so Jennifer she she's in a, an alley it's disgusting um, with her cat Mr. Pointy and Mr. Pointy is very very sick he has inoperable cancer she can't live without this cat so she's come to see Raccoon Raccoon is just like the street name for this dealer and he's a dealer who can like get anything he can get anything almost perform miracles some say he's a wizard he's none of these things um so she goes to like this creepy warehouse where raccoon is and 
he can do anything. And so, except resurrect things. And she's like, no, no my cat's not dead. And she, he's like, okay, well, that changes everything. And so he just, he's, he agrees to cure the cat. Now, what would somebody who might be a wizard, whose name is Raccoon, who could perform miracles, want in exchange for his services? Well, only a blowjob, Julie. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's it. He doesn't deal with money. He only accepts blowjobs. But the, he's served a lot of clients, right? And people say he's the real deal, except nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about what happens when they go to see Raccoon. So Jennifer um, has um, put on a very slutty dress and a very slutty pair of shoes because she's a... You did this earlier. Virgin! She's a virgin! And virgin. so she... She not only knows that that the the deal is you have to suck his dick, um, <laughs> but that she also read a book before she went in to make sure she was prepared because she's never sucked a dick. Um, but she thought that if she dressed really slutty, she would feel more confident and less scared in this situation. But you know what? She actually reminded me a lot of you, Julie, because I don't think there's anything you wouldn't do to save your cat. Oh, hundo, hundo. Yeah. So she's doing this all for um, her cat, Mr. Pointy. So... <laughs> Here's what happens is um, our boy raccoon <laughs> is like um, very handsome, uh, not too built, but he's solid. He's, he's a good looking guy. He's not too tall. Still a good looking guy. But has these beautiful yellow gold eyes. And she's like, I've never seen eyes like that. It's crazy. Um, but he's not very nice. He's like kind of not very nice. He's very standoffish. And so she's just like, okay, well, I guess I'll suck your dick now. And um, he's like, well, are you going to see your family for Thanksgiving? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, I'll tell you what. I want to come with you. I want you to pretend that I'm your boyfriend and invite me to this Thanksgiving dinner. And then I will, you don't have to suck my dick. He's like, but mark my words, we will fuck before the night's over. And she's like, I'm a virgin. Um, and he had guessed too, that she was a virgin. Um, but we learned later he's, he was saying it jokingly. So he's actually surprised when it turns out she is actually, uh, not had her debut. So she's like, I don't really want to take you to see my family because like they're, they're awful. They're freaks. They're, they're terrible people. And he's like, awesome. I love that. Let's do it. And she's like, okay, well I have to go home and change. He's like, no, if you, if that outfit was good enough to come see me, it's good enough for your family dinner. And she's like, oh my God. Okay. But all he drives is a motorcycle. And she's like, okay, I can't get on that um, because my dress is so short. And what about my cat? And he's like, <laughs> I'll hold on to your cat. Don't worry. Um, like, I bet you the cat will fall asleep while we're riding. Like, it's safe and sound. Don't worry. And she's like, nothing can happen to my cat. And he's like, look, I will take care of your cat. And she's like, if any, far any harm at all befalls my cat, I want to kick you in the balls as many times as I want. And he's like, deal, no problem. Like, don't, no sweat. So as a power move, because she's feeling really threatened by this guy, um, she grabs his balls, but they don't feel like round, like balls. Like they kind of feel like angular. And she's like, oh, that's really weird. But she's like, okay. So she hops in this motorcycle. She's really, really scared, um, but she holds on tight and they make it to her parents' house. Immediately we meet her mother. Her mother is like a Stepford wife, um, like just ready to crack any second. Um, but likes to pretend that nothing could go wrong ever. We learn that her sister um, is constantly trying to find herself in different religions. This new one is Catholicism. She wants to become a nun. So she's big on like, sinner. Blah, blah. Um, 
Her brother is like super toxic and like is constantly picking fights with the boys that she brings home. Her father is completely checked out and her aunt Rita is like hot to trot and like is constantly coming on to the men that she brings home. Okay. So this is the dysfunctional family. So they, um, take the cat up to like the guest room and there, um, I don't even remember how it comes up, but he's like super horny. And, um, she's like well you know i owe you like a dick sucking and he's like okay well i need you to like wish for something and she's like what do you like she's like before before you do this like you gotta you gotta wish for something and i'm like is this dude a genie he's not a genie julie um here's what goes on with this dude this dude um will if you suck his dick he will come the thing that you wish for oh lord this is a new one yeah yeah so she's like i don't find like a toaster i need a new toaster so she's sucking his dick okay and he tastes like apple cider and she's like why do you taste like apple cider and he's like well i can make it like any flavor his like pre-cum and his jism so she's like oh all right this will do i guess like okay um so she's sucking his apple cider dick and then um He's like, I need you to grab my balls. And she's like, okay. And it starts to feel like they start to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then his balls are toaster shaped. (laughs) And so she's like, get them off. And he's like, I love this. I love you. And then he comes out a toaster. It pops out of his dick. (laughs) It's a beautiful toaster, in case you were wondering. Okay, so that's that's what we learned. His dick, his balls, that's what the full sack is, Julie. It's this power that he has. So, so, yeah, she takes him downstairs, meets the dysfunctional family. He like flexes this like alpha stuff, but he's like super into her. And he's like, I want you to be my girlfriend for real. And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, we just met. He's like, no, I want you to be my girlfriend. And he's, she's like, oh, we'll talk about this later. Um, It turns out that like they're faded mates. So that's why. And he kind of shows up her family. And because they have a pretty regular, um, like there's no dysfunction. It's a boring Thanksgiving. But before all of that, what happens is um they're upstairs canoodling again they can't keep their hands off each other and he's like going down on her and stuff and she's sucking his dick and then um they hear a scream from from downstairs so they run downstairs and her cat woke up and got out of the guest room and went and ate the turkey that her mom had prepared and her mom's like what kind of woman can i be if i can't prepare a turkey so she looks to her boy raccoon and he's like we can fix this so she goes back upstairs and sucks his dick so he can produce the most succulent, delicious turkey anybody's ever had. So he just fucking his balls get humongous and she thinks they're going to fall off his body because it's with a humongous turkey. Um, and he jizzes out the turkey. They bring like a pan upstairs so they can catch it. Turkey, but she like reveals to her family because she can't keep it in. She's like, "This, this came out of my boyfriend's dick," and they're like, "Okay." And her brother uh, goes outside to have like a screaming fit, but he still has some turkey after. So, um, they're all like up on each other and everything, and then um, they're like, "Okay, we gotta go home so we can fuck." And um, 
She's like, we can go back to my place. It's closer. So they go back to her place, but the somebody punched the like pin pad so they can't get in. She doesn't have her key. So he's like, well, I guess you know what we got to do. Um, but by this point, we have learned that he has a tail. He's big, huge oh. tail. Yeah, big fluffy tail. Almost like a raccoon tail, but it's not a raccoon tail. Um, and so <sighs> she sucks his dick so he can produce a key for her door. And they get inside and she's like, okay, well, we got to warm up. Like, what are we going to do? I want to fuck. And he's like, okay, but before we do that, I have to explain everything to you. And they're both scared that the other's going to leave just because, like, he's got a magical ball sack and she's, <laughs> uh, her family is always scared away the boys that she's brought home. So they don't really trust that this is real yet. Right. So they snuggle up and he explains that his great grandfather was, like, uh, I guess, like a Japanese raccoon dog. Which is like its own sentient little spirit thing. And they can shape shift and they're very magical. And um, he came to America and he met his great grandmother. And um, they got married. And because the descendants have continued to marry humans, his magic is watered down. So whereas his great grandfather could have just like jacked it and had whatever he wanted. Um they now need help from other people. They can't just do it on their own. So he like, it's like I had girlfriends and they didn't, they were bored by it. So that's why I started this business. So I could, cause he would have to jack it like 10 times a day. Now he only has to do it like twice a day, um, which is great for him. Right. A lot less energy. Great for her. Um, but he also talked about like faded mates and stuff. And it turns out that Jennifer is his faded mate. Um, and she's like, I love this and I love you. And he's like, and I love you. And so they bang it out. And um, by this point, he's changed his cum to uh, butter rum flavor. <laughs> and so the epilogue is that um, his, his girlfriend or his partner or whatever, she's having really bad period cramps. And she's like, Oh, I hate this is really uncomfortable. And uh He's like, well, what how, What can I do? You know, like an orgasm would help you. And she's like, no, like, I don't want that. Um, but, you know, your butter rum would really help me. Like just a nice hot butter rum with some whipped cream. He's like, well, you're going to have to, you know, suck my dick. And she's like, okay. So they get a glass ready. She sucks his dick and out shoots some butter rum with some cream and helps her cramps. And she feels a lot better. And that's how it ends. Now, this was a very, it was very much like a, um, like she's an innocent virgin and he's like, I'm going to figure out what kind of dirty talk you like. And I was like, okay. And it was hot. This book was hot. I'm sorry. And even though it had the dick sucking and even though it had the 69ing, even though his ball sack got huge and full of turkey and then the family ate the turkey, it was, it was still hot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. This was a spicy read. I'm so sorry. Okay. It was spicy. Like the the I haven't read a lot of books where um everything was consensual, right? And um even though the the dynamic in their foreplay was very much like, you know, oh, you're a little whore. Daddy likes this. Like and she but she loved it. It was spicy. I haven't had a lot of dirty talk in my books. Mm -hmm. Um and he like he started from the beginning where he was like, I'm going to figure out what you like and I'm going to figure out what you like me to say. And I'm going to figure out like, you know, all these things. And like immediately he's like, 
I know this person's for me, so I'm quitting my business. I'm going to be monogamous to you. I love you. And she's like, we just fucking met. So it was like realistic that way. But then obviously like the faded mate stuff kind of like over, like overrode that, that apprehension. Um, look, this man like stuck out holidays with her crazy family. And uh, that's, that's not nothing. Healed her cat, Mr. Pointy healed him like immediately like without even getting any kind of payment he healed this cat because he liked the cat and he's just a nice person um and he saved thanksgiving he saved it like he shot like a like a two family sized turkey out of his pee hole and if that's not true love like i don't know what it is like now the cover of this book uh i mean it's it's a dude with it with I guess his hand isn't in his pants, but he's kind of holding down his belt or his uh, his jeans a bit. So, you, like, it looks like he's going to grab his cock. But then right in front of his hand is, like, a big giant turkey with grapes around it. Um, and I I know this was probably made in, like, Canva because there's the font that they used. They made it. It's like the spooky Halloween font that I use a lot, but they made it white to, like, come instead of spooky. Like, I make it. Um, so, you know. It is all right. Uh, I said, sorry. I'm sorry. 10 out of 10 for spice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry. I'm... The book was bananas. The story itself was bananas. And I I don't love a bamboozle, but uh, it cleaned up every every like hole in the story. I, I was just like, what? Why would he be like this? And well, they explained it like, oh, how, how come he can shoot things out of his pee hole? Well, because he's like a watered down spirit or like god or whatever from this japanese and it was like accurate japanese culture and i don't want to tell you i don't know what to say i'm sorry hey i i have not <sighs> lost respect for you if you loved Thank it you. you love it and that speaks to the strong writing frankly you really did it was good it was good i can't remember what i've read by Lela Fay before but I, i'm pretty sure i liked it i don't know i mean I if you hated so. it i feel like you would have remembered it not at all yeah, chosen it again so yeah yeah 100 yeah. what no yeah, how long was this book uh it was 138 uh ebook pages oh wow okay so it's substantial yeah, it, was, it was long yeah, yeah it was long you know what i no i don't i don't know i'm looking at her books and i feel like i feel like i might have read one of her halloween books in one of our that, uh, October. that tracks yeah yeah or maybe you did. I don't know. But she's familiar. And uh, all her books are paranormal and spooky. She has one about marrying a lich. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You know what I'm about. <sighs> you know what I'm about. So what do you want to read? I'm going to read the turkey scene. Oh! <laughs> all right, buddy. Oh. I love you. Mm, okay. I love you, too. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so picture this. She's writing this face. <laughs> picture <Perfect>. it. <laughs> okay. And now she's sucking his dick. But she came first. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Good, good. Here we go. Ladies always come first. Yeah. Fuck, you're beautiful, raccoon grunted out, his voice tense, almost there. So heavy. Jen kept her mouth open, taking every thrust and reached blindly for his sack. It hung almost to his knees, huge and bulging, and Raccoon spat out a barrage of expletives. Expletives? How do you say that word? 
expletives expletives yeah there we go i got it <laughs> expletive <laughs> sorry that, no, that's 100 why listeners again a reminder me and renee's first language is french and so sometimes we forget how to pronounce words because we're thinking with both parts of our heritage continue fucking her mouth shallowly to prevent the enormous sack from swinging Stroking over the thin, taut skin of his scrotum, Jen could sense the shape inside. Large and bulging in places, it could be a turkey. She opened her eyes and watched through tears as the shape inflated. Raccoon sack impossibly, ridiculously engorged. It looked like the delicate skin attaching the scrotum to the rest of his body would tear at any moment, and Jen watched, wide-eyed, as the sack grew still larger. Raccoon groaned, pushing deep in her throat. She closed her eyes and gagged, and he whipped his cock out of, uh, out of her with a snarl and took a step to the bed, positioning his cock over the pan. Jen watched, mesmerized, as his sack bulged, gathering itself. One moment it was hanging loosely, the next it was as if something invisible was holding it and pushing up into Raccoon's groin. Raccoon swore, pumping his fist up and down his cock, and then he threw his head back with a groan and stood wider, his legs trembling. The sack sort of compressed, and the turkey squeezed its way out of Raccoon's dick, falling with a wet splat into the pan. Then they eat it. They eat it with the family. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Julie, is that they it's 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 like only lukewarm when it comes out, right? So they had to put it in the oven, so that cooked off any of the dick stuff. But when Jen, like in her in her concern, blurts out to the family before they eat it that it came out of his dick, um, the aunt who's like super horny was like. Give me some of that. Yum, yum, yum. So she was very prepared to eat the uh, penis turkey. And all I want to say to that is like different strokes for different folks. Right. That's it. Thank you. Thank you for this gift. Um, Thank you so much. I'm again, I love you and will love you forever. But sometimes I am. I just learn a I, lot. I learn a lot about you and I love that. About I <laughs> I didn't think the dick sucking was hot. I like. I, I think it's gross. Um, no, I mean you know you've been I, very it, clear since day one that you, Felicio oh, is not attractive to you, and that's it's not. It's, yeah, no. but I want to be clear. I'm very good at it, but I hate doing it. Just like I'm really good at cooking, but I hate doing it. I would ra- I would. Su- I would suck dick if I didn't have to cook. If like oh, food would pop out of gotcha. it. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, yeah. I would. I, I would. That that's a win for me, frankly. Um, the fucking was hot though, and like the dirty talk was hot. That's that's that's. I want to be clear. Yeah, yeah. Where the That's arousal I, originated from. Yeah. Yeah. Not 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 the not the Felicio. No, no, no. No, no, no. Well, I'm not gonna redo a Felicio scene either. We're gonna be because I love you so much. Instead, I'm gonna do re- an alien voice. Oh, That's what I was trying to think of. I'm like, what is an alien voice? But anyways, we'll see. So this scene is at the start of, so she is, has made her sad turkey dinner and then she looks outside and she sees this orb and then the orb is like coming in and out, coming in and out, like kind of it's invisible and then it's flickering back on and then it goes away. And then Shelly looked away as soon as she realized the person she was staring at didn't have a stitch of clothing on, but it was like her brain had snapped a photo of the exquisitely masculine figure before her. Pale skin and hair, a broad, well-muscled chest that tapered down to equally muscular legs, a thick cock hanging between those toned thighs. Shelley swallowed hard. Were all men that big? She'd never had a boyfriend, not a serious one, so she didn't have anything to compare it to, but he seemed big. Trying to keep her voice from shaking, she asked, 
Do you... Are you okay? Do you need any help? She supposed she ought to be scared facing a strange naked man in the middle of an empty field, and none of her neighbors showing any curiosity about the sound and light so had just taken place, but he didn't seem threatening. I, I can call someone, she offered. I do need help. <laughs> okay. I am mute myself. Okay. <laughs> no, Keep that's going. fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just like, this is what we're, we're getting. Alien is getting robot, and that's just that's just what it is. It's like how every accent I do is somewhat Australian, somewhat British, and then sometimes a little Jamaican. That's the same thing. We have like a southern robot. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's giving. Um. Uh. Oh fuck. What's his name? Uh, that like guy who always plays cowboys and stuff he's like an older dude he has a super deep voice with like a big bushy white mustache it's giving that if, if uh yeah i know yeah if about. he was like in futurama or something okay <laughs> <clears throat> i do need help he said and his voice low and deep sent a little tingle through her tempting her to take another look at that toned body she just glimped glimpsed <clears throat> but it is help you can offer me. What do you mean? I was sent here on a mission. A terrible disaster has befallen my world. So are you an alien? Chilly gasped. I am from the future. The next several hundred years will see great scientific advancements, but at a terrible cost. <laughs> this time. I could, I tried, I could. This time, Shelly couldn't resist the temptation to look back at him. You look just fine to me, she said, then covered her mouth, blushing. She forced her eyes away from him, though he seemed unconcerned by his nudity. Then again, the way he looked, why wouldn't he be? My people are dying. <laughs> so lonely. For all of our technological advancements, our scientists cannot replicate the one thing we need to survive as a species. <laughs> and, <laughs> and what's that? Shelly asked. Fertile women. <laughs> he's like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, now he's going into. Do you know what I like about high school girls? <laughs> <laughs> For the record, there's no advance. They have time travel, but they can't make a test tube, baby. Exactly. <laughs> like this is what I'm like. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Oh Lord. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry. No. That was it. That was it. That was the, what you're getting from me. For stuffing Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh. wacky journey we took you on this week fucking gird your loins because we have <laughs> certifiable gems coming up with our next episode because we are doing oh what God. Renee? Alphas and Omegas <laughs> Alphas <baby>. and Omegas <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and I have the craziest book <laughs> I have never seen anything like it 
I can't wait. Like, it's gonna be so bad. I can feel it. I could just feel it in my bones. But you're gonna want to buckle up because it's strange. Like probably the strangest oh, coupling we've that, ever had. That says a lot. That says a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Well. Thank you for joining us on this journey week after week, everyone. Thank you for being a certified gem, Renee. I love you. It's so stupid. I don't know why I love you. Because it is so stupid. And, like, I can't even fucking fake a good, like, alien act. Like, I don't know what my problem is. Why am I like this? Have you never watched Star Trek? Like, they have, like, Galaxy wise communicators where they sound normal and you gave them a robot voice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Woo. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. You you're masterful in your craft. Thank you so much. <laughs> Fertile women. <laughs> Oh god, I'm like literally tearing up right now. Oh my god. It's like the women of the future have shitty tits. (laughs) (laughs) They have bum Instagram, let me sing you out. <laughs> Ravage love. Ravage love. <laughs> Artwork for the show is created by Karen McKnight. Very special thanks to Josh Shenfield for production assistance. You can find Josh on Instagram at Fushigiyami. That's F-U-S-H-I-G-I-Y-A-M-I on Instagram. Connect with us at RavageLove on Instagram and Twitter or by email at RavageLove.podcast at gmail.com.